The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I am so glad you're joining us today. Our topic is the power of community tapping into your hometown resources, and I am pleased to announce that I have um, a special guest and friend, uh, Lisa Sakai, who is a financial advisor by day and uh, president-elect for the Mission Viejo Chamber of Commerce by night, or by whatever extra time she has. (laughs) Yes. So welcome, Lisa. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. So today we're going to talk about some of the misconceptions about chambers and community groups, um, opportunities to get involved in your community, and what uh, you and I have uh, entitled lifestyle networking. But first, what I'd like to do is just get a little bit of uh, background on you and give you an opportunity to tell tell us a, a little bit about yourself. Great. Well, thanks for having me again. And I'm I'm really excited to talk about this because this is how I've built my complete business off of this idea. Um, so as Janet said, I'm a financial advisor. Um, but I, when I started my business, I had moved into the area I live in now very recently. I was a school teacher before. And so it really was a big transition over to doing financial planning. And on top of that, I didn't have any natural market here. Um, my husband and I were both new to this area, and so when I joined my firm that I'm currently at, I was told by one of my senior advisors here to just start joining community groups such as chambers, um, rotary groups of those kind of natures, women's groups, and I went on a, a social media and started finding all these community groups that are out there, and his biggest thing was to get involved, get very involved with the groups and almost get to a leadership role so that you're visible and you're there and you're building those relationships that you need, and especially in a business like mine where it's very values-oriented, making sure that people like like and get to know, like you and get to know you. These are the kind of events and, and groups to join that really get people to know who you are, how you work, whether you're doing a annual breakfast or whether you're doing a clothing drive or something, people get to know how you work. So I got very involved with chambers. I've been on multiple boards over the years. Um, I did join a rotary group at one point. I had to unfortunately stop doing that because of um, a time conflict, but I'm looking always to get into more groups. And I actually started my own women's group because I felt like there wasn't enough uh, women women groups out there that really represent women business owners and executives and they don't really have a community to go talk about what they're having issues with in their business. So 
it's been a great uh, great opportunity to do all that, and you make a lot of friends along the way. Plus, you get to build your business that way, very in a very um, holistic way of doing it. I guess is a good way to put it. So. Right. And it all goes back to what I talk about all the time is that it's really important for people to know, like, and trust you. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not just in your business environment, but it's outside and in the community as well. Right. And if I recall, your women's group also does some community service uh, projects where you're right. raising we, money for different pro- uh, programs, right? Exactly. It's a great way to get involved, too, with the community at large. So, while a lot of women's community groups are often seen as networking groups or groups that people are there to sell each other, this actually takes focus away from that, and it gets them to bond on a different level. And so the women, so we went over to a food bank and helped sort food. We've done clothing drives. We've done um, breakfast to help raise money. We've done lots of different things. And so by doing that, it helps the women connect on a better level. And so the chances of getting either that person as a client or, more importantly, that person to refer you to their friends and family and their clients goes up by the way of, right. of that happening. And women, in particular, do really well when they're doing something together, an activity together, um, and they bond that way. Right. And, and it also helps in the community because it sees that, not only sees that group as a group that is giving back which is really important, it sees that the individuals is giving back and it opens that conversation with the members of the community as well. Exactly. And it gets you it gets you involved in the community in a way that you never thought you would. I when I got involved with all these different kind of groups, I never thought I would know mayors of city well enough that I'd walk in the room and they'd know my name. Not that that was a big goal in life, but it, it is kind of interesting. You get more involved with the, not political scene, but what's happening in your in your environment, what's happening in your community. You right. are kind of the first people to know what's happening with everything. And so it's really important, A, to be involved with the community, especially if you're a business owner, because those things that you don't know about could be affecting how you're going to do business later on. But B, right. it gets you involved with people who have spent... A lot of times in these small um, cities, the people who are mayors and council members, and they're all volunteers as well. And so they are right. doing the same thing that you are, which is coming out, giving their time, and trying to make their community a better place. Um, and it's a great way of getting to know a different different network of people that way, too. Yeah, and you and I both know how how important it's been to be involved in the Chamber of Commerce right, in our absolutely. local city, and and be- between the two of us, I think that there there's been a lot of good done for our businesses. Even though, in some ways, that was our focus, but our focus through those the chamber has been to promote everybody within the city and help mm-hmm. e- help each other rather than just our businesses. Right. And the biggest thing that we kind of realized through the chamber in particular is that the city, there seems to be a gap between the city and the businesses. And the city doesn't quite know what's happening or what the thoughts are in the business community. And these business owners don't have a way to 
in their opinion, get a really good sense of what's going on with the city and also know who to contact for that. So the chamber provides a really good conduit between the two and are really beneficial both for the city side and for the businesses that are there and doing business. Right. So now that that we've started talking about this, let's get into some of those misconceptions that people may have about the local Chamber of Commerce and and some of these community groups that we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, So one one of the topics that comes up is um, my target market isn't there. They don't want to get involved because they don't think that their target market is involved. So what's the use? What do you say to that? I, I, I get this a lot. Is Are chambers really worth it? I don't really know. I don't know if I really want to do that. It's because they, well, most of the time people don't, and I believe you've talked about this on your show before, they're not really sure who their market is, who their target market right. is, or they haven't developed <laughs> yes. one yet. So that, A, most of the time that doesn't mean anything because they haven't actually developed a target market. And it's quite possible that it's not there, but you don't know who those people know. It's about community involvement and the best for the group as a whole or the community, business community as a whole when it comes to a chamber. And so you just don't know who those people know, and they might know your target market, which is a manufacturer with 10,000 employees. You just don't know who they know. And the more that they get to like and know you, you can say that to them, and they might lead you in the right direction. Right. They might not be actually there, but they could be around uh, let's put it that way. <laughs> well, well, and, and it's it's really important because sometimes all you have to do is be known, and then someone will say, "Oh, I know somebody who does that," yeah. and direct them back to you. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Another one that I've always seen is that it's only that people think that it's only new businesses that come to chambers. That well-established businesses okay. don't want to do anything with the chamber because they have business, and so why would they be there? But a lot of times you'll find that there are some new businesses there, um, but they're actually probably not the most active businesses. Some of them are, but they're busy trying to get their business up and running. A lot of the more stable, um, well-known members are businesses that have been in place for a long time because they are now at that point that they have gotten their footholding and they want to give back to the community, and they want to be involved with the community and be involved with any kind of government stuff that's happening with the city. And so there are a lot more established businesses than people think. Right, and the businesses really do run the gamut from huge businesses like AT&T and some of the uh, ener- the uh, electric companies and water districts all the way down to the home-based businesses that may be doing it part-time, but they want to be involved in a chamber or, or whatever. So mm-hmm. there, there's a huge conglomeration of who's involved in, in these groups, and it's important to make sure that you understand that and, and get involved and just check it out and see if it's for you. Right, and, absolutely. And, and then there's always the, the question that we get or the comment that we get a lot of times when um, we ask people how they're doing with the chamber and that's there's a lot of clicks and it's hard to break into the group. Mm-hmm. That's a big that's a big one with networking in general. It's hard it is difficult. I mean, there's this old saying that just showing up is half the battle and it's true, especially when it comes to networking. Nobody likes going into a group of people that you don't know. 
And especially if you've been there a couple times and you start to cling on to the people you do already know because it's harder to break into the groups you don't right. know. And so it is, it is very, it's a little bit of a, more of a misconception in terms of how you view it. Everybody is there to meet new people. And cliques might, be, have, might have formed because people are just afraid to go talk to people they don't know or they don't feel like it or it's been a rough day or whatever it is. And so be that person that breaks that code and go up to a group of people you don't know and just and start talking to them about their involvement with the community and with the group. It's a great way of doing that. And it's, and it's honestly, most people would like you to be able to do that. They just are afraid or tired or they've made some excuse of why they're not doing that and they're just sticking with the people they already know. Right. Well, and sometimes, and you have to remember that most of these groups are volunteer based. So they mm-hmm. really want people to come in and join and volunteer. And right. all, all you need to do sometimes is just speak up and they'll say, great, you go, you go and take care of this, or we'll get some people to help you out and, and get you on board with uh, this project. And that's all it really takes sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, is just speaking up and volunteering and getting involved. And that's how you get seen within the, the community as well. I agree. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's one of those things is the more you put into any of these groups, whether it's a Rotary or a Lions Club or any of those kind of groups, it, it, the more you put in, the more you're going to get out of it in the long run. Right. Um, and and then, that's actually time for our first break. Okay. So hold on to that thought, Lisa. Okay. And when we come back, we'll just keep, continue with our uh, discussion of misconceptions. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411marketingsolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. 
You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Before the break, we were discussing some of the misconceptions people have about chambers and community groups. And so now we have a few more to go. So let's uh, get right back to it. Lisa, what were you going to say um, about the next one, uh, the next misconception that people have? Absolutely. So another one that people have is that it's expensive. And so are you really going to get the value for what you paid for? And it is true. Some of the groups can be very expensive. Some of them can be very inexpensive, though, and it might be finding the right one to start with. Um, I know some of the groups that can be more of a community uh, charity groups can be more expensive, but you've got to remember that most of that is going to the charity or going to the events that you're doing to raise money for the homeless or for shelters or anything like that. And so you've got to put that in that perspective and that should be motivation for you. If you end up joining one of those groups that is a couple of thousand dollars a year, then you've got to remember that you've got to put that much effort into it in order to get out what you need from it. Um, So the higher the price tag, the more value and effort you should put into it. Right. And um, even for those small businesses that don't have that, type of money to put into these groups. There are groups out there that are a little less expensive, um, but you can get a higher value, as you said, when you put a lot of effort into it. And it's not just the value that they give you back, but it's the value that you put in to building your reputation and the know, like, and trust you factor. Exactly. And and that's what's going to pay off in the long run. Exactly. I absolutely agree with that. And, and again, if you're joining a charity group, that money is going to fantastic things that you should be passionate about anyhow. Right. So that shouldn't matter to you as much. You're helping people in whatever needs capacity that that group is, is focused on. So. Right. And then one of the other misconceptions that people have about some of these groups is that they're um, mostly made up of home-based businesses and they really don't apply to my business. Right, and that's a big misconception, and it kind of goes back to the all the businesses are new. You know, it just depends. I would say always do research on the group before you pay money into it. So come to a couple of mixers, go to a couple of events, see not just the type of businesses that are there, but the vibe of the group. You might be in a group of, of perfect target market people, but at the same time, it's not really, doesn't feel warm and welcoming, and you're probably not going to use the <laughs> membership to the fullest degree, that I wouldn't join it. Um, and so it really depends on doing your homework ahead of time, because I can't say that every group isn't majority of home-based businesses, but to just assume that or to use that as an excuse to not go and try it once or twice is the biggest is the biggest obstacle and is really going to hurt your business in the long run and hurt your building uh, reputation in the community um, if you go in with just that kind of excuse before you. Right. Well, and, and also you have to re- recognize that these, these groups have an ebb and flow to them. Mm-hmm. So at some point they may be more focused on, on businesses that are one type and, and at another point in time it could evolve and, and change into something else. 
Um, I know that you and I know there have been groups where it's been it's been a huge group and there have been diverse uh, businesses represented. And then a, a couple of years later, it's morphed into a much smaller group. And the businesses that were um, represented earlier are not there, and they have mm-hmm. become more of a small, uh, a home-based business group that is more um, consumer-focused and and transaction-related rather than community-building related. Exactly, and there's there's groups that change all the time. There's a group that used to be very prominent in the area that we we are in um, that was very business chamber-focused kind of idea and now they've morphed into a political group which is right. fine. They, they make changes and things happen and, and you have to adapt with that. Everything in business, if you're a business owner, you know change happens and there's really not much you can do about it other than go with the flow and adapt if you're going to do that and the same goes for any of these community networking uh, groups that you end up joining. Things change, different people take over, the environment changes for the group and it just might not be your group anymore, or it might be going to a direction that you're really happy about. So right. just keeping right. your finger on the pulse of, of the community is good. Um, and that kind of goes into the other one, which is that only desperate business owners go to these meetings. Um, so a lot of people will say, well, I went to one chamber meeting a long time ago, and it, I got inundated with people just, handing out their business cards. We've all had that. I I believe we've talked about that a couple weeks back. And yes, there are always going to be one or two that come in every once in a while and do that and just start handing out their business cards or trying to collect every business card possible to put you on some some newsletter that we all want to unsubscribe immediately (laughs) to. Um, But you're going to find that the resources and the people you meet at these groups will far outweigh those. And if you focus on the negative and you focus on the fact that that one person for two seconds of your time that you were there grabbed your business card and now you've got to unsubscribe from this, but you don't focus on the fact that you got to sit down with a council member who's also got their own business and they've been involved with the community for 20 years and they are very interested in hearing what you talk about so that maybe they can you know, tell people to come for your service, then you're missing a huge opportunity and your focus isn't in the right place. And that's what can happen when you build your business the right way in these community groups. Right. And again, it goes back to what we've already discussed that going to these groups isn't always about building your business as much as it is getting involved and having you build your business as a result of your involvement in the group. Exactly. Exactly. The more effort always that you put into it, the better reward, both as a community member and as a business owner, it will come. Right. And that actually leads into our next misconception that a volunteer setting is no place to promote my my business. Mm -hmm. And it's true in some capacity. If you come in for the first meeting and you're supposed to be a volunteer and you're that person handing out your business card and trying to collect everybody's put them on your newsletter, then, yeah, I agree. That's not your place to do (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) But I do think that if you come in with the right attitude, and I do think that people sometimes join groups because they think that they're going to be good for their business rather than really looking at what the focus is of the group and seeing if that's a passion that they're tapping into. So especially for a volunteer group, 
you want to make sure that whatever you're joining isn't just a new tactic to get a new business business um, relationship. It's a right. fact that you're actually going in and joining a group or joining a cause that you're passionate about. People are going to respond much more if you're passionate about feeding the homeless than if you come into a situation where they're feeding the homeless and all you're doing is talking about yourself and your business and not helping. That is going to create, we keep talking about positive reputation, that will create a very negative reputation. And we've, in our doing business and doing these, we've seen a lot of people that do that and the word travels really fast. So choose a volunteer setting that you are 100% in and understand the concepts and want to be involved in for that volunteer activity, not just for your business. And then you will be able to promote business over time. Well, and the way that you promote the business over time is people got, you have to get to know people. And one of the things that naturally comes out of getting to know people and and, um, building that relationship through that volunteer activity is people start asking you about your friends and your family, what you do for a living and all that. And that's really how you start to talk about your business is, Mm -hmm. oh, by the way, I... I'm a consultant or I'm a financial planner or, or whatever. And then they start asking you questions about your business. And right. that's how, again, that goes back to the no like, and trust factor. That's how you're building it, but you're not building it as uh, the main focus of what you're doing. It's, it's a add on mm-hmm. to it for lack of better term. Absolutely. And being involved with something that you're passionate about rather than something that you are kind of lukewarm about, will be a much more positive perspective from other people because you will be 100% in because you're passionate about it and you really believe in what you're doing. And that's going to just give them a good, you know, they always say the first 30 seconds is your first impression. If you're smiling when they see you, then it's better than if you're sitting there looking miserable because you're having to do an orientation and you don't want to really be there. So that's a big part of it too. Well, and, and, you know, if you think about it, people are going to listen to you when you're talking about your business when they've actually asked and have an interest in you as a person rather than just Correct. seeing you as a business. Correct. Absolutely. Um, and I guess the last one that comes up all the time is that they're political. And we've talked a little bit about city involvement. I, I think this one probably deals with more of the chamber side of it rather than the community mm-hmm. groups. Community groups can get kind of political, but chambers can can and do get involved with local government. Um, the reason, and there's a fine line that chambers have to run in order to make sure that their their members are aware of changes that are going on in the city so that if it's affecting a business, they are aware of it and can prepare for it or at least can voice some opposition to it if they want to. Um, and a group that is making that is making a stand on the behalf of the chamber members that might not fit with what you as a member believe in. There's always a fine line, and um, I know with the chamber that Jan and I are part of, we always try to try to be education rather than political. But there are groups that do get political, and as I talked about, that one chamber group that went into a political realm. That was what they ended up doing. 
So there is always a risk on that, but it's just like we always say, I used to be a school teacher, so I used to say, you know, you act the way you want people to treat you. It's the same kind of thing here. Like you, if you don't like the way it's going, you don't need to be part of that group anymore. You have to right. you're an adult. <laughs> so. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. If you are a small business owner or a creative freelancer in pretty much any field, you can't miss Let's Get Radical. Your hosts, Jody Paydar and Liz Gold, will help you redevelop your plans, policies, and practices to take a radical turn in order to achieve new success. They spotlight the latest in technology, attitudes, what others are doing, and what can help you. Tune in every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And let's get radical. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Uh, before the break, we were talking about and finishing up on some of the misconceptions about chambers and community groups. And we were talking about a little bit about how political they can get. But now we want to switch gears a little bit and start talking about opportunities to get involved in your community. Mm-hmm. And Lisa, what's, what's one of the top uh, ways that you can get involved in your community? Great. Well, there's a lot of them. Um, probably the most obvious one and the most prolific one or the one that, that occurs the most are ribbon cuttings. So especially when right. you join a chamber, a local chamber, what a ribbon cutting is is that a new business that joins the chamber, it doesn't have to be a new business. It could be a business that's been in business for 10 years. Um, but a new member or a member who has a certain milestone coming up, let's say 25 years in business or something like that, requests what's called a ribbon cutting. And what happens at those is you have 
you do have city officials come to those. You have some government officials come as well, assemblymen and different things like that. Um, but it's really a great opportunity to have a smaller networking venue. So it's not typical your typical 50 people that show up for a mixer. A lot of times it's maybe five to ten people. So if you're a little bit more shy, this is a good one to come to. Um, and there's a ho- smaller handful of businesses, but you also get to know the city officials, the government officials, some of the other businesses. A lot of times the um, board is there from that chamber, so you get to know some of the people that have been there for a long time that could maybe introduce you to some people in the chamber, make that easier. But you're also welcoming a new new member or a new or a member that's been a member for a while, but it's having some kind of prolific time right now or it's having some kind of memorial thing. Right. So it's a really good way of being able to come in and, and make an impact. Plus you get media on you. There's photos. Some people like photos. I'm not one of them. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's a really good way of doing some networking outside of outside of just the normal networking things that chambers do and it's a great way of kind of getting more involved with your community so yeah that's one of the really good ones yeah and and it's not like there's a ribbon cutting every day or or anything mm-hmm. like that it comes in it can come in spurts and it like you said it's a great way to get uh, to know your council members and other members of the local chamber it's a great way to get to know that business so that you can tell others about that business as well because that's one of the other things that you want to do when when you have a, a small business you want to be able to promote others around you as well correct yeah absolutely um, and then there's other things that a lot of a lot not a lot but some of the other ones kind of have to do with chamber relations as well which is restaurant weeks um, so you know our chamber that we work with the Mission Viejo chamber is doing a restaurant week and what that is is a time that might slow for restaurants during the summertime people tend to go on vacation or cook out and so we had some of our local restaurants come to us and say what if we did some promotional week where whatever restaurants wanted to be involved could be involved and we promoted a certain dish or we promoted something so if they go there they get a gift or they get some kind of incentive to come back or something of that nature it's a great way to rally the restaurants of the city, which is really a big part of the heart and soul of a city is the restaurants. Those are the places that people get together and and have celebrations and things. And so you really want to support the restaurants, but you can do that with anything. You can do that with retail. I know some other local um, chambers do a small business week, you know, and so they have retail involved with that as well. So it's a great way of getting involved with that plus those are the times that you'll, if you're interested in meeting more restaurant owners or more owners of retail spaces, those are the times that they're probably going to be more present than others. So it's a great way to meet them. Right. And, and it's also a great way for the community to see other businesses that they may not have even knew, known existed. Exactly. And, and get involved, and, and you know, communities also have um, those various uh, events that take place within the community, like um, Memorial Day celebrations or Fourth of July celebrations, where they'll have vendors there, or they'll have a health week or or something where you can actually get involved with that particular 
activity and have a booth there so that people can see what what you do and and come by and talk to you or get involved with some sort of like relay for life or something like that where exactly. you are support, supporting a, 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 a an organization but you're also being able you're also able to um, promote your business in, in, in essence right exactly so exactly and that goes into the buy local idea, which is very similar to that, which when when you're part of a chamber, when you're part of a community, um, you tend to, you, you meet the owners and you tend to gravitate going to their restaurants or their locations because you want to support them. So a good example is we have a local tea and coffee shop that's owned by a local person who is a great guy has been very involved with the chamber and I would much rather m- ask people to meet me at his place rather than at a Starbucks. Not that there's anything wrong right. with Starbucks, but it's supporting local. And because people have that kind of notion, we have quite a few businesses that have done very, very well because they consider that home base as their home base, whether it's a restaurant or a coffee shop or something. Um, and it, it, helps them get more involved with the community because they see that people care about their business, whether it's right. just it's just community. It's building a community. We've lost it a lot in America as community and community building as we've gotten more and more uh, urbanized, I guess. And so it's it's just an idea that it's, it's bringing it back to local and supporting each other is really important because America is known for small business. Right. And so well, that, it, it, that's nice. It, and as you were saying, in some ways, we've lost that um, main street aspect yeah. of our communities, and we just need to support those local businesses um, because otherwise they're going to close down. And nine times out of ten, a small business really doesn't last more than three to five years, mm-hmm. and part of it has to do with the fact that they can't um, they can't compete with some of the bigger. Um, box type stores or the chains Mm -hmm. Um, and and it's a shame because some of them are excellent I mean we have several in this area that are wonderful establishments and Mm -hmm. they just need they just need the traffic and this is one of the ways that they we can promote that traffic right and if you crave that idea that you know you see them in the movies where you walk in and everybody knows who you are you know cheers everybody knows your name kind of idea (laughs) Right. It's the same idea here. When I go to that local coffee tea place, I run into probably about 15 people in there that I already know because they're doing the same thing. They're trying to support their friend, their local business. Right. Um, right. It's a great way to stay on top of mind for some of those people that are referral partners for you. So. Uh, right. It's a, just a great, and you feel good. I'd rather spend six bucks over there than six bucks at some nameless, faceless place. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And you know, one, one of the interesting things that uh, seems to be trending these days is mm-hmm. something called a cash mob. Yeah. You know, and and, and that's where um, you decide to go to a restaurant or, or a local place of business and send it out to the community and make sure that everybody shows up at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And to, to support that business, and I think that yes. that's a fantastic idea to helping helping these businesses um, grow and supporting them. Exactly. No, I absolutely agree with that. So, 
Um, and I think also some of the things, so getting away a little bit from, because a lot of those are chamber kind of business right. or kind of events, right. but there are also things that are happening in your community that you don't even realize. They have um, open forums a lot of the times, so they'll bring in speakers from outside the city to come in and speak. I know um, Alan Alda came at one point, and it was a big deal <laughs> in our area. They have open forums and discussions, and, and it's a great way to get involved with the community, meet some people there who are there to the person or to, to be part of that discussion, but it's a great way to meet people in your community. Mm-hmm. So those are, yeah. those are some other things to do, too. And we've already talked about doing something that you're passionate about and getting mm-hmm. involved in, in either a local charity or some sort of organization that uh, really speaks to your heart, and, and because of that, you're, <coughs> excuse me, you're going to develop those relationships. Exactly. Well, and that kind of goes to the next point, which is, you know, you're developing relationships, but there's a lot of education out there that's for free, which a lot of people don't realize. So if you are a business owner, there are a lot of things that the cities put on that we don't even realize. Um, I know that the IRS will come around and do discussions on how to handle your books or how to deal with different um different uh, benefits that are out there that you might be offering to your employees, you're sitting there in that room learning with other business owners who are either just like you or in different fields that might be a really great networking opportunity, plus you're learning something. Um, So there's a lot of different things out there that you can go out and do. And a lot of them are either free or really inexpensive, a lot more inexpensive than it would be to take a, a college or something. So... Right. Well, and and also with the community education, there every community has those uh, continuing education uh, classes that you can take. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if your business is is um, is inclined to be able to teach somebody something, mm-hmm. you can always sign up to be uh, one of those classes and get to know the community that way as well. Correct. Yeah, it's a great way of giving back to the community and, and doing that. I remember I, when I was teaching, I would do those kind of classes for kids, and we'd do creative writing classes because those seem to have gone away in, in schools. And you can do that for your regular right. business as well. And as long as you keep it educational, it is still considered to be kind of a community offering. And a lot of times they won't even let you do one of them if you're going to be selling at your, at your education. Right, <laughs> um, exactly. Session. Yeah. So. Well, and we've all sat, we've both sat through some of those those yeah. talks where it's been more, um, I tell you, but you'd have to buy my thousand dollar course or whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. And, and those really turn you off. I don't know about you, but they really turn yeah. me off. Well, and it gets competitive too. They, if it's the whole course, then it turns into it turns into those misconceptions that we really went over <laughs> before. You don't want to be right. a misconception, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. And and the last thing that we we want to mention in, before the break is score, and that's just and we'll talk a little bit more about it after the break. But that's another opportunity for you to get involved with with this national group called SCORE. So we'll talk about that when we come back from our our last break. And then we'll also talk about some of these lifestyle networking ideas that, that Lisa and I have discussed. And then we'll talk about what's coming up on marketing that won't break the bank. Um, so stay tuned. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So, Lisa, right before the break, we were talking about um, opportunities to get involved in your community. And the last thing that we mentioned was SCORE. And um, I think you and I have uh, had some really good success using SCORE. Do you want to talk Absolutely. about what SCORE is? Yeah. So, SCORE, is, I, from what I believe, is a government um, government program that they've put together for small business owners, and they do lots of different things. I know the local one does a women's breakfast every quarter, which is a really great place to come together, and it's kind of like those women women community organizations that we talked about earlier, Um, but I know that they offer not just classes on social media and all that fun stuff that you can learn about to try to promote your business, but they do accounting classes. They do DOL updates, the Department of Labor updates for those people that have employees. They do um, EDD classes, and they also do um, mentorships, which is really important. So you can actually sit down with an an expert in whatever field you need help with, whether it's sales or marketing or technology or whatever it is, and they can actually guide you through that. And all of this stuff, I know some of the classes cost a little bit of money, but the mentorship, I believe, is free. It's the best resource for a small business owner. And even I think even as you get bigger and bigger, they have CEO courses and that kind of thing as well. So it's a great networking opportunity, but also it's a really good way to work on your business and get to know some people in your community, in your business world, which is great. Right. Well, and, and the interesting thing is that SCORE is staffed by 
retired executives. Mm -hmm. So they've been in the trenches where you've been. So they have all that knowledge that will help you in whatever aspect of your business that you may need help with, Um, whether you're starting a business or, or like you said, trying to grow and expand it. If you need help with your financial situation or your marketing or manufacturing and production, anything that you need help with, they, they will, they want you to succeed. And that's the point of a lot of these community groups is they want to help you succeed and they want you to help others succeed. And uh, by doing so, I, I mean, I know I sound like kumbaya here, but um, it, it, it's a really good way to get involved in the community, to get your name known, and also to promote your business. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great it's a great way of doing that. And it's a, it's really nice. We are only speaking from our local score group, but I'm sure they're probably all structured very similarly and they're really right. great resource for small business owners. So Right. So so now that we've talked about some of the misconceptions and some of the opportunities to get involved within your com- community, there's this other group that you and I discussed, that, and, and I love the fact that we came up with this um, idea of lifestyle networking, mm-hmm. and it's really making sure that you're taking advantage of all the opportunities that you have within your life, right? Correct, yeah. So I think one of the biggest things that we, out in the community, kind of disregard is we are, if we're not in our home, we are constantly surrounded by people that could either be a prospect, a really good partner, uh, just somebody you should get to know. We're surrounded by people all the time. And we've gotten into this world where we're on our cell phone all the time, standing in line. Right. I, I, it's an, I work in a high-rise building, and it's amazing how often people will get into the elevator and start on their phone. I think this is a 10-second ride. You can't go with 10 seconds without looking at your phone. It's a great opportunity to really get to know people out in your community. Um, so a lot of people have kids, obviously. You know, we, most people have families and kids. Your kids are constantly doing stuff. They're, at, they're playing football. They're doing baseball. And a lot of people in my company, the guys will um, coach their, their kids' baseball team or their kids' touch football team or whatever. And it's a great way to get to know the other families in the area. And so they can talk to them about what they do and planning. And But they, they're not coming at it as a, I'm a business owner and you are a prospect. They're coming at it by bonding with their kids and the kids' activity. So it's a, right. it's a really good way of doing that. And it's been very successful for a lot of the guys here. Um Right. It's going back to that know, like, and trust you factor where you're trying to build that that, uh, relationship with that person and and get to know them on a a level that they trust you and will trust your recommendations if you have recommendations for other businesses or or if they need your service, they'll they'll automatically think of you when they're, they're talking to their friends and family. Correct. It's a great way of doing that. And the other thing is kind of going back to almost the elevator thing that I was just saying. One of my friends who I work with a lot, he does <laughs> mortgages, and he calls it inline marketing. And I said, well, what does that mean? And he said, well, it's I go to the store, and I always wear a T-shirt that says something about mortgages. And he says, if I don't start the conversation, somebody else comes up to me and starts talking to me about mortgage, what's the rate, you know, we're thinking about buying a house. He says, it's amazing how many leads I get 
from people just coming up and laughing at the T-shirt I have on. Right. And he said if people don't talk to him, he learned a long time ago from a, from a sales coach that you never stand in a line without talking to somebody. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah. So it's a really easy way to just kind of continue to make connections. That's what sales and marketing is about, is making connections with people. I think we kind of forget about that. Well, and how many times have you stood in line with the name tag that you've been wearing from some other event yeah. that you've been to, yeah. and all of a sudden somebody comes up to you and says, so hi, Lisa, and you're like, and how do you know my name? <laughs> and, and then you realize that you have the name tag going on, and, and that just starts the conversation there, too. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny, even networking, I'm sure other people have heard this, people will wear their name tag upside down so that somebody comes up and says that they're wearing it upside exactly. down. You know, it's exactly. just a way to break the ice and so I'm, we're not saying to go around and wear your name tag all the time but it's just it <clears throat> being a business owner being in some kind of sales or marketing position your job is to go out there and just talk to people and, right. and that's really the hardest thing is once you start the conversation you will learn over time how to gravitate that towards your business in a comfortable environment in a way that they're going to feel comfortable but if you're not talking to anybody then you're not going to get any leads from that Right. If you think exactly. zero effort, you're going to get zero, zero results. So exactly. Um, and the, and, and so, there's just a couple of others that we have on our list, and and that's school fundraising events and mm-hmm. graduations and birthdays and right. all those daily uh, events that occur or occasions that occur where y- you have that opportunity to get to know others and and to promote your business in a non-confrontational manner. Exactly. And I have uh, one really quick story. One of my um, coworkers, who's actually a pretty pretty big producer here, he, he his wife one year told him, oh, we're going to have a really small birthday party for the kids. I don't want to deal with it. And he said, no, we're having a huge birthday party, inviting their whole class and everybody they know. This is a great networking opportunity for us. So he'd rather spend you know, a couple thousand dollars on a birthday party right. because they got him in front of people. And most of us don't think of that as an opportunity. And he doesn't talk to them about the newest product that he's got to pitch. He just tells them what he does in a natural, conversational right. way. So it's, right. a really, it's a really great opportunity to use those. You're standing with people anyhow. You might as well get to know them and let them get to know you. Right. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for joining us. This has been a wonderful topic, and the time has just flown by for us on this conversation. Um, So we have a couple of things that are coming up later on the show, Um, not today, but next week we are going to talk about building your tribe, the all-powerful email list, and we'll talk about why it's a, it, email is still important, and yes, it is still important. It's not just all about social media, and how to use your email list to build community and ultimately to make sales. So if you would like to receive updates on the show and bonus materials, and uh, please sign up for our email list at 411marketingsolutions.com slash radio. And again, if you have any comments or suggestions for topics you would like to hear in the future, please email me at janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. And I want to thank you for joining me and Lisa today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope it's been informative and you came away with some uh, ideas to market your business and get involved in your community. So have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. 
Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 